They're good for her. Yeah. Last night I was making dinner and uh, I had to use some butter. And of course, it's been super hot and muggy in Michigan. So the butter was pretty melty mm. and I had it on like a wood mm. spoon about to put it in. And it just mm, slipped. put it in. It just slipped, oh, slipped right, right off onto the floor. Oh, yeah. mm. Right onto the floor. Big old splat. And Annie immediately yeah. ran to try to to get involved and I had to stop her because she's eaten whole sticks of butter in the past. She loves yeah. butter. But oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it probably just slid her out. She was like, oh fucking that's that day. Yeah. Again. It's butter. Oh my day. god, it's, it's happening. <laughs> Oh, butter day. Yes. Gift from the gods. <laughs> Gift from the fucking butter gods. Uh, she also, she, well, well, yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. What else did she, she also do? used to really it. like pizza. She would eat, like, when I, I well, used to eat, order, like, a lot more pizza than I do now. And Annie, a lot of times, would be left alone with the pizza out, and she would, she would help me by finishing it. <laughs> Yeah, good for her. She's just trying to yeah. help pizzas. She knows she knows a good thing when she sees we've, it. Butter we've pizza. both lost some weight together, and she hasn't eaten much butter mm. or pizzas lately. So, <laughs> oh, well, well, she almost got the butter. Almost. All right. Weird start. It's always weird. Corey, picture this. All right, I'm picturing it. You're on a boat out at sea. Suddenly, a tsunami hits. Mm. No, not a tsunami. A hurricane. The boat tips over. You must get to a lifeboat. You get to a lifeboat. But now, you're lost at sea. What do you do? You float for minutes, hours, days. You don't know. You hit your head sometime in the scuffle during the hurricane. You float and float. Finally, what is this? An island. An island off in the distance. You are saved! You get to the island, of course it's deserted. But there's one thing there, Corey. Do you know what that thing is? Do you know what's on the island, Corey? Tell me. A bookshelf. Ooh. A bookshelf is on the island, Corey. And 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 what are you allowed to bring to the island? What does the butter gods let you bring <laughs> to the island? Is four books. Corey. Four. Four books to your made up deserted island. Made of butter. <laughs> <laughs> So, we're going to talk about your four books. Yeah, that every warrior should need on their bookshelf, on the Butter Island, <laughs> on the on the Butter Island. Let's hear it. What's the first book? All right, I'm gonna. By the way, that was a beautiful piece of image work that you just did. I saw all of that. Mm. Um, and man, I mean, if you're deserted on an island, what better one to be deserted on than Butter Island? So. Butter, unless unless you're you're in the Caribbean, because the, the butter will melt. Right. Yeah. And I just got done watching the Alone series on Netflix, and so I'm like all in that survivor mode right now. It's hmm. it's too real at the moment. Yeah. So anyway, first book I'm gonna go with this book. I think I read it in summer of 2018, and the first book is Chasing Excellence by the one and the hmm. only. Supreme Leader Ben Bergeron. Supreme Leader Ben. Yep. We all have we all look up to Ben Bergeron for a lot of wisdom and obviously I mean he's an excellent coach and he's coached some of the you know the best CrossFit athletes in the game. So pick this book up and I think it may have been uh, a suggestion of yours 
at the time, actually. And so this was before I had put too much thought into like real genuine change. So the things that really I liked about this book, I'm going to try to keep this short and simple. It really started my thought process on what real change looks like. So, you know, talking about ownership, talking about grit, talking about what you can control. Um, It's all broken down into really simple chapters with relatable stories, even though the stories are about like, you know, high level games athletes. Um, it's it's presented in a way that's very, very relatable. So, yeah, there's chapters about confidence, control, grit, positivity. Uh, it gives a great insight into just changing your mindset. And one of my biggest I went through my copy of the book uh, preparing for this episode. And that was one of the only books that I've read uh, recreationally that I've highlighted anything. And there's a lot of good like highlighted marks. One of the things that still stands out to me now was talking about having a positive attitude. And he says, never whine, never complain and never make excuses. So that it still resonates. I mean, your mindset is everything, right? We talk about that a lot. So that book sort of sparked everything uh, for my path towards real change. Not like, Hey, I'm going to do, a diet for two weeks and then give up and complain about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great book. It is a lot about CrossFit, but he does a great job of relating it back to normal everyday life things. Yeah. The stories are grounded in, you know, what he has been a part of, which, you know, CrossFit uh, coaching CrossFit games athletes, but there's always like a tie back into, you know, even if you're some regular guy like me, there it makes it relatable and mm-hmm. it's like i can use that in real life so yeah yeah you've yeah, read that's a you've, great book you've read it yeah i've read it i have read it once it was a long time ago and i was one it was was one that i cruised through and i got a lot of it yeah i read it really fast it is an easy read you get hooked get hooked into it and it i mean i read it on like a plane ride back and forth. I went to Michigan in the summer of 2018 and read it on the way there and finished on the way back. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Chasing excellence by Ben Bergeron. If you're into fitness, that would be one of my necessary books to read. Mm-hmm. So next, uh, this one is hard for me to pick, uh, but I started with the general, outline of something about military history so something that i really relate well to is these books about military history not only because i'm a history person i i like learning about history but so they're they're excellent sources of historical knowledge firstly you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. on top of that they also show how much like we have to be grateful for in the time that we live in in a lot of ways like how easy we actually have it and um, they show what human beings can be are capable of, even in life threatening situations. And it just perpetuates like the warrior mindset. So I'll go through phases where like I need to read these books or like I need to have a diet of like war movies um, because it sort of puts me it gets me in the zone a little bit. And so books that I have come to really like over the years, uh, I t- I've talked about this in 
past podcasts, but The Operator by Robert O'Neill, who is reportedly the man who shot Osama bin Laden. That was a super cool book. A lot of cool history within that. Uh, Lone Survivor, which we've heard about a lot. We do workouts related to Lone Survivor every year, which is Murph. Uh, that's about... Uh, it's written by Marcus Luttrell and um, the mission uh, the mission that he survived. He was the only survivor. So mm-hmm. other good ones like Band of Brothers was a huge book that I... And I read that in um, like eighth grade and... That sparked my interest even more. It's, you know, brotherhood, camaraderie, the struggle of battle, all that type of stuff. And then uh, there was a book that I actually got turned on to by listening to the Jocko podcast. Um, Can't remember the name right off the top of my head, but it was about the Bataan Death March, which was during Japan and uh, the Japanese theater of World War II. So these guys were marched. They were like it was a, you know, prisoners of war, U.S. and British prisoners, prisoners of war that were forced to march, you know, uh, to the sea. And then they were put on ships where like, I mean, you can't even imagine the type of conditions that these people were in. So, guy, I mean, breaking these men down to like animalistic instincts and they were malnourished. I mean, they all looked like skeletons, basically, mm-hmm. when they were finally rescued. Um, but that puts me in a position where it's like, you can handle anything you're going through right now, because anything that you're going through right now is better than that. You know what I mean? Um, so that's part of the reason I like those types of books is it puts things in perspective and it gives me motivation to keep pushing. Even if like everything in my brain is telling me like, wow, this mile run really sucks but at least i'm not getting shot at so yeah gives you a great appreciation for what you have make you great right yeah Yeah, absolutely nice Um, i love it i love it so the next one i would say you talked about the hobbit on your book episode Mm -hmm. and i think that that is crucially like important to be reading books that are fun and also i mean it's so for me fun books. So for me, it's star Wars novels. Um, I have a pretty decent collection of star Wars books and my favorite out of those, it's the Thrawn trilogy. So I know we're supposed to pick one book, but you can get them all in one book. It's the Thrawn trilogy written by Timothy Zahn. It was basically what the sequel trilogy should have been based off of, but it wasn't. So it's bullshit. 20 to 30 years after return of the Jedi, with Luke and Leia and Han and everything that they've built and the children that they have and uh, the new Republic, which is a totally different version of what it is in the movies. But uh, man, I, I just, I really enjoy kind of going into that world and it's a really good, I can kind of turn my brain off and read those books. They're not like self-improvement by any means, but uh, I think you need that escape here and there and it gets your imagination working. So yeah, it's just a great fictional book. Sometimes it doesn't need to be real in order to be powerful. Right. And here's a pro tip. When you're reading these books, throw on a Star Wars soundtrack. Mm. Thank me later. No, that would be excellent for The Hobbit as well. I guess. Yes, any, any, absolutely. Any, any book, but yeah, great idea. Yeah. As any type of soundtrack that can. So like I've been reading. Right now, my fun book has been part of the Republic Commando series, and Republic so I have Commander, 
(laughs) Yeah, the Republic Commando. Yeah. Yeah. What what is this book? (laughs) So the Republic Commandos were special clones that were made more like real human beings rather than accelerated you know just soldiers they could think more individually all that type of fun stuff and it's so it's a series of books on these on these two squads delta squad and omega squad the book i'm reading right now is all about order 66 because the clone the republic commandos had an interesting role in order 66 some of them didn't follow the order because they were more free thinking so wait did they did they have a chip in them in their brain so this is, I mean, it gets kind of tricky. Like they, the clones found out that there were the inhibitor chips implanted in their brains and some of them removed them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I haven't gotten that far with these guys yet. I, like, I'm, I'm not quite done with it yet. So, yeah. but it's, I threw on the clone Wars. I have a clone wars vinyl record for the, and I threw that on while I was reading one time and it was great. <laughs> really? I mean, you're basically in, a, in the movie with your brain. I mean, yeah, I'm immersed. And because I know what everything probably sounds like, mm-hmm. sound effects, like shit, you know what I mean? So uh, it's it's a lot of fun to just let yourself get into it like Dude, that. What a treat. Man, I, the commanders are so cool. I love the clone commanders. Yeah, the commandos are great. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So it was even better when they put the commanders in Battlefront 2. Man, that game was great. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on from the commanders. (laughs) So read some fun books, stuff that like you just enjoy. Yep. Um, All right. Last one, fourth one. It was sort of hard to pick. Um, I had a couple different that I wanted, a couple different ones that I wanted to put in. But the one that has been most impactful for me up until this point was Becoming a Modern Viking with, and it's written by Liam Gooding. And so we actually did a giveaway of this book uh, a few months ago, but this book hit me at the right time and I was in the right place to completely absorb everything that was in it. So it was like late December 2018. I had f- like fully committed at that point to personal change and weight loss and all this other stuff. And I adopted like a Viking mindset. Let's mm-hmm. call it that. And so reading this book was it was a perfect combination of funny and real life examples of like sort of just reclaiming your manhood a little bit and how it's really easy in this day and age for a man to sort of kind of be pathetic. And so talked a lot about like having confidence, um, building your body, you know, building yourself back up to a point where you know, whether it's in you're seeking a relationship, you're, I mean, you're seeking better fitness goals, whatever it talks, it hits on a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was perfect for me in that moment. Um, I would say, and it's, it also, there's, it's super relatable for women too, because he talks about shield maidens, which were obviously female warriors in the, you know, the Viking society, obviously. And so it's relatable for women in a lot of ways, too. I would yeah. say, though, that it's geared more to guys just mm-hmm. by like by the nature of what it is. But, um, man, I that book was great. And I was super grateful that I read it. And it was a super easy read, too, on top of all that. Mm-hmm. So what about it like struck you? What made it 
Cause I know after you read that book, things sort of clicked. Yeah. So as I mean, for me, it was taking ownership of sort of what I had become. So like it, it was sort of a look at uh, where I was in that moment of like, you are not someone that you would want, like in this particular situation, it was talking about relationships. So you are not someone that you would want to be with or date. Why would anybody else? Why, why do you think you attract like the people that you do? Like you have to take a look at yourself and ask that question. Mm -hmm. And so I, that was sort of being more introspective and really looking at like, damn, like, okay, what about me? Like, why am I the person that I would want to be with? Am I the person that, you know, whatever. So I looked at it as, okay, I need to become the man that I've always wanted to be. And whether it's to find a relationship or, you know, be more healthy, it, it was all, yeah, it was all wrapped into one. So I just started living into the type of person that, you know, if, if I were, looking at trying you know wanting to be with somebody the type of person i would want to attract i just was like okay i'm gonna live into that into that persona and um it was sort of uh, an extreme so i went i sort of went to a pretty extreme on that end but i also felt like at that time it was necessary so the dial was turned all the way up on like living into the viking mindset mentality and whatever because it was what i needed in the moment to kind of kick myself in the ass. Yeah. Um, the other, like in this category, like books that I'm reading right now, I just finished discipline equals freedom. That's Jocko Willink. That, I mean, that book was similar in like, it's a jump start. It's a kick in the ass. And I'm also, I'm right now I'm reading can't hurt me by David Goggins, which has been fantastic. I'm seven chapters into that. The chapters are really long, but seven chapters and that is another one like if i was finished with it i probably would have put it on the list but as like as of right now becoming a modern viking was so important in sort of my own personal journey so it had to go on the list yeah it seemed like it was very foundational yeah that and chasing excellence for sure were big parts of my own personal change chasing Ex excellence started it and then when I was really ready to like soak things up like a sponge, becoming a modern Viking came along and sort of cemented all of those ideas. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, I think, I mean, we, you touched on a lot of things. So we went from uh, uh, the chasing excellence to the clone commanders to, you know, the modern <laughs> Vikings. And I think it's very well balanced. And I think that would make a fine bookshelf on any warriors bookshelf whether that be on butter island or in your den <laughs> i just want to note yeah. it's clone commandos what's that and you like Who? i mean i know you do <laughs> not commanders it's commandos so it's are you serious like that yeah yep well i thought it was commando cody or commander cody yeah right yep yeah, yeah commander cody yeah okay. but he wasn't so. a commando no. What? Yeah, I know it's crazy. <laughs> Words are weird, man. Yep, clone commandos totally different. They Commando were like, trained, do. personally trained by like Django Fett and other Mandalorians. Uh, yes, Django Fett. 
He got yep. swallowed in the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> See, now I know you're just trolling. You're just being a troll. <laughs> <laughs> just being an asshole. Yeah, clone commandos. They're very cool. Um, yeah. Cool, man. Well, what do you say? You want to you wrap it up? Yeah. You know yeah. what I want to say? Yeah, say it. I want to say thank you all for listening. Mm-hmm. And I want to say if you have any questions about any of the books that we have talked about on this episode or the one previous with Bones' four books, reach out to us on Instagram. We're always here for you. And, uh, man, I'm just real grateful that we're here right now. So Me too. Me too. All right. We'll be back next week. Forge on.